Welcome to a new episode of Pillow Talk with Diamond Diva. I am your host, Miss Diamond Diva. I have some fun topics, so let's get into it. The biggest disservice you can do for yourself in your relationship is falling in love with somebody's potential instead of their progress. I think a lot of people find somebody that they like and they dream about what could be instead of looking at what the reality is. So you you've fallen in love with an image of somebody that doesn't exist. If you don't fall in love with who the person is, their foundation, you can never build on it because it's like falling in love with nature, right? You fall in love with a tree without realizing that once fall and winter come, the leaves are gone, the flowers are gone. All you're left with is the branches. If you don't nurture and care for the branches, you'll never see it bloom again. So I think when it comes to relationships, we fall in love with somebody's looks or how they talk to us or how they treat us, not realizing that the foundation of what their character is, what their goals are, what their ideology is, and they're blindsided when that's all that's left after the physical has left the conversation. It's... It's an interesting cycle that I think people don't realize half the time until it's too late that if they are pursuing people based on, oh, well, I'm attracted to them. Yes, that's important. But is it the only thing that's there? Do I have something else to fall back on if something happens? Can I trust their judgment to make a life and death decision? Most of the time you can't because you didn't understand who that person was beforehand. But I digress because this brings me to an important point where I found this meme that says, if my child and my husband both had COVID and needed a ventilator and we only could give one to one of them, I'm saving my husband. I wouldn't want to raise my child without my spouse if I could help it. My child can't help me more in the loss of my husband. The conversation surrounding this is longer than I'd care to spend talking about it, but I feel like it's important to question the judgment of a person that says something like this. You bring children into this world to continue a legacy, to continue tradition, to build on the life that you had, raise them to be better than you, and go forth and prosper in this society, in this world. Your life is not forever. To allow that child, that spirit to die, to save somebody that has lived a life, has created the next generation, to me doesn't make sense. To each their own. Some people will find no problem in that. Those people are not for me. People that understand that it's more important to save the child are for me. Those are my kind of people. Not to mention that the statistics for your marriage surviving after a child dies drop significantly because most people would want you to save the child. 
mourning the loss of a child is harder than I think mourning the loss of a spouse. I haven't had to deal with either, so I don't know for sure. But the science behind it, the data proves it. It's a higher probability that your marriage isn't going to survive that. So you've saved your husband and now you might lose him all over again because you didn't save your child. But now that I've completely depressed you, let's talk about something more fun like um, toxic exes that want to pop up in your life after you found happiness. People that want to come back and yo-yo your emotions because they couldn't find anything better out there and they miss you they just want to reconnect or get closure or whatever lie and excuse that they use to get back into your space I think it is a tragic dynamic that far too many people have to endure because somebody decided that they wanted to be back in your world it is very much on my mind right now because of the yo-yo people that I have had pop back in my space this week and uh, especially during this quarantine time I think people are not at peace with themselves and they want to reach out and they want to talk to somebody that made them feel safe and feel comfortable so they take it upon themselves to reach out during this uh, pandemic. It's completely selfish and self-serving, but toxic exes are completely selfish and self-serving. They want to make themselves feel better about your relationship with them. So that's what they'll do they'll reach out hey I miss you hey I miss the good times that I had at the expense of your mental and emotional health but to dive a little deeper into toxic exes and when they pop up I think it's important to remember for yourself why they left to begin with what were they seeking that made them leave one of my situationships because we were never actually together he decided to hit me up one day and was like you know everyone that I've tried to replace you with I keep looking for you and everybody that I come across like that's supposed to be some kind of flatter to me you had me and you didn't you didn't do anything with it and I'm supposed to be flattered that you can't replace me Obviously, you can't replace me. My energy is not to be duplicated. My energy is my energy. While you might find somebody that moves like me, that might have the same values as me, no one is going to do you like I do you. No one's going to treat you the way I do. So to come back and say, I couldn't replace you, so I might as well settle with you, does not flatter me. (laughs) Like, I don't know why you thought that would be the case. I might laugh it off to avoid an awkward conversation with you, but that doesn't mean I find any of it funny. It's why do I deal with the confrontation of you 
with you to disrupt my day when I can (laughs) yeah that's funny and not speak to you anymore fast forward to him realizing that I'm in a relationship and then it's oh you tried to replace me too no I didn't try to replace you I stopped giving you all my energy I am completely happy so how is that me trying to replace you you are never a thought in anything that I did or when we stopped talking and I feel like that's probably an ego killer but fuck your ego I don't care about your feelings you didn't care about mine so why would I ever think about yours I feel like you have this sense of entitlement to my energy to my space to area in my brain that you've never paid rent on you've never bought you've never purchased you've never had value in it just makes you think what a person is willing to say and do to satisfy their own needs and disregard anybody else around them but while we're on the topic of situationships and people that don't need to pop up um i had an interesting case happen this week where a friend of mine who is no longer a friend of mine decided he couldn't be friends with me anymore because his girlfriend didn't like me i understand we're never together we're not dating it was never any of that like we were just good friends right so fast forward to him getting drunk professing his love for me and now every time he talks to me he and his girlfriend break up so me i remove myself from the situation i don't want no problems with with nobody we're not i'm not interested in him like that i don't want him that's a him situation how he wants to live and how he wants to deal with that is completely on him but he decides he not gonna go out like that you not just gonna disregard our friendship because you know my girl don't like you first of all do you hear how stupid that fucking sounds you're mad at me because i won't disrespect your relationship your girl don't like me period if that's who you want to be with and she don't like me and she don't like when you talk to me that's a non-starter that's who you with that's who you chose to be with so why are you tripping that our season of friendship has ended well after he cussed me out um and i told him to go on about his business because i'm not gonna sit here and argue with somebody that has less respect for their relationship than i do because that doesn't make any sense to me he faded to the background but was still watching my instagram still watching my social media still still peeping essentially decides that he's gonna block me he's gonna unfriend me and because i didn't notice because hello we're not talking right now he wants to get mad at me about that what did i miss something did did your girlfriend all of a sudden start liking me again like where does that make sense if your girlfriend hates me 
why does it why would you think that I would notice if you blocked me or unfriended me we don't talk it's fine our season ended but I need you to get on board with that because I don't need anybody coming to my inbox cussing me out because Herman is a piece of shit neither here nor there we end up fading to the background he finally I guess comes to turn with it his ego has been shattered because I'm okay with not being friends but my thing is why come back in this season of toxic exes in relationship form or friendship form in this season of that why do you come back nothing's changed if it's uh well you think enough time has passed there's never enough time that has passed I promise you (laughs) but you know to each their own different strokes for different folks that ain't me um but you know but I think the biggest stroke of all is when a toxic ex comes back and they're like oh I just needed closure closure from what you either broke my heart and I don't want to talk to you or I broke your heart and why do you want to talk to me I think that's a very general assumption it's one way or the other but realistically regardless of why we're exes we're exes so why do you need closure why do you need that one last conversation you make peace with how you live your life who you interact with who you allow in your space and that's all that you need I think asking for closure is an excuse to see someone again whether it be to fuck to have a conversation to still have access to or even to just see if you have access to I think there's a all poor excuses for not moving on with your life it's your life you're supposed to decide what you allow in it and allowing people to be toxic in your world that's just poor judgment while we're on the subject of people with poor judgment one kind of person i don't trust is anybody that doesn't masturbate now i know that's gonna sound funny but in the long and short of it it's you rely solely on other people for your pleasure you don't understand your body you don't get in tune with it you don't do anything that allows you accountability for your own orgasm or excitement or euphoria how do you expect somebody else to put in the work to essentially fill your cup without knowing how to fill it yourself now in a past life I used to sell sex toys on an online store and it allotted me a lot of benefits in learning the different types of toys that were out there what kind of orgasms you can reach with different types of essentially tools in a toolbox but I was afforded an opportunity to explore my body explore every nook and cranny explore every crevice that could potentially excite me 
And now, by no means does this mean I'm a sex expert or a toy expert or anything of that nature. I'm not a licensed professional, but I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. I have explored myself. I have explored past partners. It is something that comes with experience, but taking that time to be in tune with yourself is irreplaceable. I think a lot of people fall into this trap of it's taboo. I'm not supposed to masturbate. I'm not supposed to touch myself. I'm not supposed to jack off. Like it's definitely something that's ingrained when you're younger, but when you are able to logically look at your life and look at what opportunities you have, why would you not? Why would you not want to explore? You don't live in your in your parents' house anymore. You don't have to live by the rules that you were raised to and while it's not easy to grow out of those things and break the cycles that you had before it is a very real thing to be accountable for yourself unlearn the things that you learned when you were little to be better version of you and this comes back into I don't trust people that don't masturbate because you've never really learned yourself in a physical way most likely in an emotional way and in a mental way you are happy to let somebody else be responsible for your pleasure which probably translate to you're happy to let somebody else be responsible for your life for your day-to-day activities if you don't understand how things work because you've never explored them how do you ever expect to be the best version of yourself all right well now i wanted to get into a segment i like to call question of the day because it is a day and here is a question um one of my followers sent me this he asked um he he gets in this space of where he's feeling like he doesn't really need a relationship and I get it. It's and not even just like doesn't need a relationship, but doesn't need a relationship to fulfill his life, which I wholeheartedly understand and I get because when you feel complete in your life, a relationship is just a bonus. So if you are truly content with where your life is, where you're going, and you feel like you gotten to a certain level it very much kind of comes together it's like well I wasn't looking for love I wasn't looking for this but this person recognizes my energy and I recognize their energy and we are cohabitating now in each other's world um I think it's very much okay to not want a relationship at any point in your life Um, people will look at you funny and they will give you a hard time about it. But you also got to keep in mind that we are conditioned from the time we are babies that we need to find a partner and we need to like somebody and we need to have somebody in our world, not for any other purpose than to just have somebody. And I think a lot of people get so tangled up in oh I need to have somebody that they're not really looking at 
the fact that you don't you don't need anybody you come into this world alone you're gonna go out of this world alone and hopefully in between you'll meet some good people but you don't have to you are not obligated to because you are alive I think relationships when you're ready and when you're not expecting them are some of the greatest things that you'll come across but in the same right when you're not looking for it and you don't want it you don't need to accept anything that comes into your world but I guess my advice or my thoughts I should say on this are very much if you like it I love it if you want it cool if you don't cool but it's not going to change who you are it's not going to define your person to go one way or the other but we live in a judgy society so you better have a damn good answer for when people ask you why you don't have somebody or why you're not dating or why you're not bringing somebody home for christmas or some other bullshit (laughs) because the next question is well are they a little funny are they a little something are they a little a little that like they just living their best life they're not settling for something that is less than them to appease anybody else and that's all i have for you for episode two if you have any questions if you have any topics that you want me to talk about you want to talk to me about you want to be a guest on the show please please feel free to hit me up on instagram at d-y-m-o-n-d underscore diva hit me up on instagram at diamond diva hit me up on facebook i have a diamond diva productions page i also have a website diamonddivaproductions.com the link will be in my bio as it always is on every site on everything if you want to just share your thoughts email me hit me up i'm here so with that i will let you all go thank you for listening